0: Welcome to Mind Faction. This podcast was designed to make you think outside the box and to get your mind going. Join us as we dive into the realms of the unknown and question what's real and what's not. From ancient knowledge to modern day mysteries, join host Garrett and Corey along with Guest. Once again, this is Mind Faction. This is Mind Faction. This is Mind Faction. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a moment
1: given. The scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the materials to pursue the
0: exploration of the universe. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is Mind Faction Podcast. What's up, everybody? Um, Tonight, I am very excited. We got me and Ryan, um, of course, and then a very special guest, um, Stacy. Can you say your last name again?
2: Catrahita.
0: Nice. I love that last name. <laughs> so Stacy, um, I found Stacy in a Facebook group on NDEs, and, and a lot of our listeners had on prior episodes of listening, you know, the listen had heard us speak about NDEs, which is near death experiences. Um, and Stacy reached out and has a really cool um, NDE experience. And she was really awesome about working with us to get it going. So we wanted to bring her story to you guys tonight. So, Stacey, if you want to, I'm gonna let you take some lead, and hey, we'll, we'll get to listen to this awesome story.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, God, God knows, I love nothing more than talking about my experience.
0: <laughs> I don't blame. You.
2: Um, I yeah, no, seriously. Um, I just celebrated my one year indie anniversary. Um, on April 24th. Um, so it's been a very emotional time, but um, yeah, about a year ago, I was in critical condition. Um, my body was shutting down. I was requiring 24 seven care and it was the night of, it was the April 24th and I had just been released from the hospital. They couldn't find anything wrong with me and it was just a lot. And going into that day, um, I was at the point of using oxygen, Um, Using a walker. I wasn't able to get around. I was having trouble talking. It took all I had um, just to even like say a couple of of words to my husband. Um, So I was in a really, really dark place. And I went to bed that night and I said to my husband, um, because I had been sick since uh, March 26th. That was the first time I went into the hospital last year. And I said to my husband, all I cared about, um, I said, look, Something happens to me tonight. I want you to get my journals out. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, no, I'm serious because I had been bedridden. I couldn't do much. So I was journaling a lot. And I said, just get my journals out. And he didn't want to talk about it. So he really didn't even acknowledge the fact that I was so sick. Wow. But I fall asleep. Yeah, it, 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 looking back now, I, I realized because so much has changed in this year. It's been such a year of, of growth, internal growth. I mean, I'm growing leaps and bounds. But looking back, I mean, I understand it's such a morbid topic. Um, he wasn't ready to talk about it. My daughter refused to talk about it. So no one really validated that I was friggin' on my way out. I believed I was leaving. And um, for some reason, I had the most unbelievable feeling of peace and this was even before my nd and i couldn't even explain it i just remember i kept thinking to myself why the hell am i so calm (laughs) oh yeah if if it's god's will why the hell am i so calm and anyway so i ended up falling asleep and i woke up around i don't know maybe three o'clock in the morning and i still and there were a couple times and actually up until a couple months past the point i said it had to be a dream because it didn't feel real. It really didn't feel real until I really started doing some deep healing work. And I'm like, Oh shit, this really did happen. So anyway, um, I fell asleep and in the middle of the night um, I had the most amazing feeling. I remember looking at this light and talking to God and I had met God and I just remember asking him all of these questions and it was the most magical, unimaginable feeling I can describe to the point where even when I try to put it in words, the magnitude of that night, I still cannot get the emotions on paper. It's to this day, it feels like it was just like yesterday. That's It, It was just like yesterday. It really, really was. But All of my questions that everything that had been through my entire life, I I am a trauma survivor. I've dealt with a lot of intense, um, you know, unresolved trauma, especially from my childhood. Mm. God answered all these questions. I met a few people while I was in this different realm. And I was told that night exactly the people that I was supposed to bring back into my life. I ended up ghosting a lot of people when I left my ex-husband. There were a lot of um, people that I just distanced myself from. Yeah. And I was told to bring them back into my life. And back then I didn't understand it. But now a year later, I know why. Um, And it was just like, the only way I can explain it Is it was like every fairy tale you've ever read when you were a little girl or a little boy and you heard about this magical land far, far away. Mm. And I was in that. And I remember, I remember waking up. I shook my husband and I said, I'm going to be healed. And he's like, Bitch, you're in critical condition. What are you talking about? (laughs)
0: Like, what do you mean (laughs) you're going to be healed?
2: (laughs) Seriously, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to be healed. Now, understand, looking back, um, there were a lot of complications um, that put me in critical condition. Um, I was put on an immunosuppressant for, for rheumatoid arthritis. So I was misdiagnosed with autoimmune disease. Oh, yeah. So the medication that I was put on was slowly shutting down my immune system. And as a nurse, I know my body. So I'm not coming in here saying, oh, my God you know, what, what's happening. I knew what was happening with my body. I just didn't know what was causing my body to shut down like that. So when I said to my husband, I'm going to be healed. He's like, I was in the process and I had found out that my implants, I had breast implants at the time and they were poisoning me. Mm -hmm. Um, but at this point when I had my NDE, no surgeon was willing to talk to me. I couldn't even get an appointment to see a surgeon. So I went into this night thinking, oh, great, my implants are going to kill me. I'm not going to survive this. I don't know how this is going to happen. But the minute I woke up and I said to my husband, I'm going to be healed, it was almost like every piece of the puzzle started making sense. And a few days later, that moment I noticed because as soon as I got out of bed, I was able to get out of bed and my blood pressure wasn't like stroke level. So I knew something radically transformed in me that night. Definitely like I was instantly healed. Instant. Like I'm wow. talking instantly.
0: I mean, that blows my mind because that's medically documented. You know what I mean? Like everything. And Everything's you nurse, documented. You know, my 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 old lady, she's a nurse also, and you're correct. Yep. Like you guys know your bodies. And yep. that is miraculous. That is amazing. So y- yeah. I mean, so when you're in this other realm. Cause you was it like you was really there, like physically. At
2: first, at first, I didn't believe it. But after, after doing the the healing that I was I was doing, I started noticing that this realm that I'm going into was so friggin' real. You could like taste it. I mean, it was so real that there is not a doubt in my mind that that night never happened.
0: Right? Because a lot I know other indies I've read upon. They talk about how high high their senses are just heightened through everything. It's just so high. Everything's so sensitive. Um, That's amazing. Like the colors. I've heard the colors are so vibrant and different that you see.
2: Everything. It's almost like, and and what's the the best part for me is it wasn't a one and done. Like I at first. I didn't believe it was an NDE, to be honest with you. It was my therapist. Um, I've been in trauma therapy for two years now. Um, I I do EMDR therapy. I knew I had to do something to help, you know, help me me with the trauma. So I started working on myself two years ago, but I was not prepared because as soon as I woke up that morning, and then especially a week and a half later when I actually had my implants removed, the minute I woke up, to this day, I still cry at butterflies. Till this day, I still look at fireflies like I'm a three-year-old. Like the magic has just amplified.
0: Oh, that's amazing. To the
2: point where my husband's like, I can't take him in public. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> He's like, you're tripping out, look.
2: <laughs> I say tripping balls. I right. call it tripping balls. Exactly.
0: Um, Everything is heightened. Everything. So, I mean, now before this experience was you like spiritually in touch with like religion or you know did you believe in god did you believe in the afterlife like, that's so what i'm saying a lot I, of people yeah, they don't believe until they have these experiences
2: well so i've 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 this is well, this is how i'm looking at it you either wake up on your own or god's gonna hit you with a damn two by four
0: i couldn't have said that no better that's the truth that's the truth
2: It is. But unfortunately, my stubborn ass, you got to (laughs) understand, I am, you you know, I've got that that unbreakable backbone. I've been on my own since I was nine years old. No one will tell me what to do. No one tells me how to do it. I just do it. And I've been doing it by myself and I get it done. Absolutely. So, (laughs) but but unfortunately, it got to the point where four years ago, um, I I had a wake up call and four years ago, it was truly when I started saying, OK, there might be something else out here that I'm that I'm missing. You know, I went through my entire life saying, what if there's something else? What if there's something exactly. else? But I couldn't find it, man. We're I all couldn't.
0: searching for that, you know, like. Yes. What brought me yeah. to this moment as far as the podcast, uh, around 10 and a half, 11 months ago, going on 11 months this month, my dad passed away. Oh, and I'm sorry. He was my best friend, and he was such a good guy. My buddy Ryan here knew him well, too, and you would have loved him. He was just so energetic and happy, and it was so unexpected. So wow. when he passed, I started doing some soul searching. I think we all do that. And yes. I'm a believer, but I don't attend church like I should. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while, which I don't feel you have to believe or go to church to believe in, in an afterlife or a higher power, uh, nope, personally. not at all. So, right. I started finding these experiences, and it really was, it kind of soothed my soul almost or comforted me to know people had these kind of experiences to let me know that something else is there on the yeah. other side. So, I went to And you back had into that through your too. dad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it, it
2: really is. I never would have believed it, but I went, I tried. I mean, I went to church, I converted. I mean, I was raised Jewish, I ran so far from Judaism that I was like, any religion, take me like anyone, someone, please take me. I need to feel this love. I need to feel this peace that I never in my entire life felt until last year. Well, no, I, I do have to say when I, when I did have the, when I did get my wake up call four years ago, I had a few minutes of God that I said, I would drink shark piss if I could ever get that feeling back. Wow. So I've been searching, I've been chasing God now I would say for about 4 years. And now it's like it's it's just every day. It is the most amazing magical way to live my life and I I can't believe like I get to live this amazing abundant life of it's it's like pure magic. It truly is magical. That's the only way I can explain it.
0: That blows my mind because it's such a life altering moment. I mean, <sighs> yes. I haven't experienced nothing like that. Knock on wood, you know, I mean, um, being close to death or, you know, being that close to death. But when I hear these experiences, it really takes me back. And there's so many people out there that don't believe in the afterlife. And hey, I don't knock anybody for their beliefs. But for me, I'm just like you said, I'm searching for something. You know, you got to open your mind. You have people are too afraid
2: to open their mind. And I have to be honest with you. I've lost most of my friends and family because of my awakening.
0: Oh, yeah, because people just think you're, you're off your rocker almost. You know what I mean? When, I, when yeah. I talked, okay, do you just, and we'll get back into the NDE you had. I'm sorry for interrupting you. This stuff yes. just gets me really excited. Um, <laughs> so on the soul surgeon journey, I ran across past life regression. Have you, have you heard of these this hypnosis technique?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: To where, you know, some people don't believe in reincarnation. And like I said, i don't knock them for that. But there was a lady named Dolores Cannon I ran across. Yes. Um, I've read a couple of her books now. And honestly, I'm taking classes to be a past life regressionist, a hypnosis. Oh, so, good for you. Yeah. So I'm trying to get in touch with that side. And I'm supposed to be put under hypnosis in the near future, hopefully. And to see if I have a past life that could be, you know, having issues with causing issues in this life that I might have. Mm-hmm. So. hmm Do you believe in reincarnation since you had this kind of of out-of-body experience?
2: So absolutely. And I'm still now delving into what I truly believe in. Um, But I believe that I am, you know, a spiritual being in a human form. Um, I do not believe in death anymore. I believe that when our soul will never die. Nice. I, I just I believe in life path numbers. I believe in numerology. I believe oh in gosh, this shit so much that I can't and this is and I'm talking about everyone that truly knows me. I am like a diehard nope. Like, no, yeah. I will not sugarcoat shit. I yeah, I say it like up. it is.
0: We would get oh, on I have
2: to be. <laughs> I have I to be because way. I'm like <laughs> like how can I I can't not say I don't believe in anything. I believe right now that Anything is possible. I believe that. And if you put your mind to anything, anyone can heal. Yes. Anyone can do whatever they want to do because after what I've seen and what I've lived through, you you can't tell me there isn't something out there because I am all like, universe, amen. Please just (laughs) bring me, bring me my soul (laughs) family so I can celebrate with my soul family because the rest of the people don't deserve it. Yeah. Because people are just so like closed minded right now.
0: They are. I mean, when and I, speak I can't of, be around that. Yeah, when I speak of hypnosis, I, you know, I'm a tattoo artist. Um, so, you know, a lot of my clients are probably like, what the hell is Garrett on? You know what I'm saying? Like, True. I'm in here talking about like past life aggressions and hypnosis and reincarnation. Oh, you and probably lost life. them.
2: You pro- yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget it. But I love picking
0: people's <laughs> minds because, I mean, I just love hearing different aspects of life. So,
2: And no one's going to be the same. Exactly. That's the amazing part.
0: And that's what makes humans amazing. But I'm with yeah. you. I think our consciousness... Travels on to another dimension, a realm, our energy yep. has to travel on because you cannot tell me that we're just dead and that's it. You just can't tell me that. No.
2: Anymore.
0: I just, I don't. Have I you
2: connected with your dad yet?
0: No, I haven't tried, but I, he has come to me in several dreams that are so ultra real. It's, un, it's amazing.
2: And yeah, he's he's going to, he wants you to start communicating with him. And I only say that because I am a Reiki master. And now that I'm like, like <laughs> I did not choose this world. It was chosen for me.
0: Right. Like I felt I've always been different also when it comes to certain, yep. um, because we do paranormal investigations. We've been into stuff like that, the spiritual side of things.
1: Uh, um,
0: So, you know, he's come to me in several dreams and they're, and all these dreams, like I spoke about on prior episodes, was always my dreams always happen right before I wake up of him. It's almost like my brain wow. states in a different beta wave, or you know, it's like the hypnosis beta waves that your brain states in. And yep. these dreams just, I don't know, they're different than other dreams. Wow. So now on your on your NDE that night, mm-hmm. take us back. So you wake your husband up, shake him, you're out of bed, like This is the next day you you got out of the hospital bed.
2: So the next morning, so I was in the hospital for a total of eight days, um, two separate hospitalizations that led up to April 24th. Wow. So they could not find anything wrong with me. They were just throwing cardiac pills at me. They kept throwing these. And I refused to take anything for anxiety or depression for four years just because I'm high on life, man. I don't, right. I don't, I, you know, I don't knock anyone, but I, I don't need anything right now. Like I'm really happy, Yeah. you know, but they're throwing shit at me and I'm like enough. <laughs> um, I mean, it, my whole, my body was shutting down, but, um, but yeah, no. So when I was, when I was home. You know, my husband had to walk me to the bathroom. I had to hold on to things. But every time I got out of bed, my blood pressure would like 180 over 140. And I would feel like the elephant on my chest. And I mean, the first time I thought I was having a heart attack, I was like, what the F? I'm like, I can't. That changed me alone. But then I got used to it because my body was just purging and it was just in such a toxic state. Um, but yeah, so that was the first time I got out of bed. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't feel like an elephant is on my chest. Now understand I still had my implants in me. So it wasn't until a week later that I was able to take a full breath. And I think that's when the magnitude of what had happened to me, because I saw everything, like my eyes were wide open for the very first time when I had my implants removed. And that was 24th was my NDE. And then the um, May 7th was of last year was when I had my implants removed Wow. And that was like double, that was like a double whammy. I was like, what the hell happened to me? And it wasn't until how much it wasn't until maybe a couple weeks after that that my therapist said, I want to let you know you had an ND. And I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't die. She's like, and then she explained, she's like, You are radically different. You are radically transformed. And I'm thinking, because understand. I was never into the NDEs. I never was fascinated about the paranormal. That shit scared me. Right. right. So I never went looking. Right. I, but I never went looking. But now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh, shit, just tell me more. Like, I'm like yeah. a sponge.
0: I, I just want to know more. That's me. <laughs> and that's why I'm searching. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's almost like, and what do you think about this, Ryan? Like her body, like, it's almost like your body hit the reset button.
1: I got a do
0: over. Yes, it's yes. like some kind of healing energy came into you.
1: Well, from for me, I look at it more as um it it feels like it reinforces the the fact that we all know that God has a plan. Yeah. And and that that um let me get it out this out the way I'm trying to say it. He he always has a plan for us and he knows what's going what's going to happen and he has his own way of waking up any one of us.
0: Definitely. Some may yep. take
1: different, different ways. Yeah. You know, it, it's, some can be woken up by, you know, small means and some, it takes way more. Yep.
0: And yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it just reinforces that, that he, that he has that plan and he's going to make it work. However, he, he deems fit. Exactly. Like.
0: So, and I needed it. You yeah. needed, it. Yeah. And I mean, look how it changed you basically overnight. You know what I mean? It was, that blows my mind. You know, before you joined in, I didn't get to hear your story, some of it. And I know you still got some more to tell. So I'll quit interrupting because I'm bad for that. But I mean, I just, it (laughs) blows my mind. I love hearing this kind of stuff. So I'll let you lead again and I'll shut my mouth for a minute.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but I'm also a healer. So he gave me the tools to heal myself. And even a year later, I'm still off all autoimmune medications. I'm on no prescription drugs. So I'm literally living high on life just because of that one magical night that I will remember the rest of my life. And the coolest part is I learned how to access that higher state of consciousness, the higher level of consciousness just by lifting my vibration. Like if you would have talked to me a year ago about energy healing and vibrations and the universe, I, I, you would have lost me right there. I'd have been like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're a little weird. (laughs) But, but now I'm like, Oh my God, that's like my frigging jam now. I'm like, yep. Yep. yep, That's me.
0: (laughs) I've been studying up on a lot of that also like uh, frequencies and whatnot.
2: Oh my God. But, but the most magical part for me and I realized you know, at first, again, I didn't really understand the magnitude of having near-death experience, but my therapist explained it to me. She's like, you believed you were about to die. You would have done anything. And I was told, it was confirmed by several people that I was supposed to die that night. My will to live was that strong. And I think it's because of everything that I've been through, yeah. I was able to understand by connecting the dots. Now I know why I'm friggin' here, man. Yeah. What is my purpose?
0: Exactly. Whereas
2: before, I was just like, "Ah, eh, I'm just a nurse," and I think I know that sounds terrible, but I I had no purpose in life. Like I was a healer. I'm healing people. I love it. But it's like this. I'm I'm at a whole new level now. Whole That's new amazing.
0: level. Um. Now, how you have you ever tried a past life regression hypnosis um, session?
2: So I did, um, because a very close friend of mine who is also a Reiki master. Um, I wanted to do a past life regression. And then when we started talking about it, I had a friend of mine who was also a hypnotherapist. So she did. I, I, I was still holding on. I don't have any past life regression, but I had significant trauma in this lifetime. Yeah. But I was holding on to the trauma of my mother and my grandparents who were Holocaust survivors. Wow. So I've been actively healing that. But I didn't really do much with the past life because when I asked my friend about that, he's like, no, you know, we don't have to worry about anything like that. Let's focus on, you know, I had enough trauma in this lifetime.
0: Yeah, try to figure out this lifetime first.
2: Yep. So everything was clear. Like my karma was clear. I broke the generational trauma curse. Like I, I did that for now. Like that's I've I've actively done that in the last couple of months. I mean, I've done a lot of deep healing. Like I did the damn work.
0: Yeah. You put it in you the back. You know, for I did
2: it. the work.
0: And, absolutely yeah and so that just blows my mind that that night switched all this with your body i mean oh. you tell me how can that be fake you know what i'm saying like there's no way i mean it's medically proven you're off all the medications you know i'm with you on the uh the uh anxiety medications and the depression medications because i feel that makes you somebody you're almost not supposed to be it, it you yep. know it, it it numbs you to the world to which you're supposed to really pay attention to. Now, and
2: I wasn't. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was numb for 45 years. I was. I was literally diagnosed with disassociated amnesia because my trauma was that significant. Wow. So, so God numbed me. I was numb. He hid that for that whole a while. entire yes. time
0: till you was ready. <laughs> Until you I was. was
2: ready. I was ready. Yep. yep. He exactly. He knew you was
0: ready because he he knows everything. Um,
2: he knows everything.
0: Now, you was talking about uh, numbers and and signs and codes and stuff. How do you what do you feel about that stuff?
2: Uh, Okay, well, first of all, (laughs) it again, I I, I tell people I stumbled into this world, just like I told you, Um, the numerology really started and I became a Reiki practitioner last year. I've been a nurse for 27 years and I knew I was done with nursing, like I knew my heart I feel like I've saved enough lives. It wasn't until the year I saved myself that I was like, okay, it's time to move on. Yeah. You know? So I said, done with nursing. Let's let's look at something else. So I got into Reiki and the first day I walked into my Reiki practitioner's office and understand I did not cry. Like I did not cry for 45 years. I'm not a crier. I don't get emotional like that. Mm -hmm. I walked into her office and I just started sobbing. And this was last February. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. All I know is I felt the most amazing, peaceful feeling come over me.
0: Nice. So you felt the energy.
2: I felt the energy and I felt like this world that I'm like, I need to know more about this. So after I, became a re- after, after I realized how I could heal through doing Reiki to myself, I started learning about numerology. And then I was getting all these signs and I kept seeing the double digits. I set, kept seeing these numbers. Here's another synchronicity on 220, on 2 22, 21, I had 22,220 emails. I knew wow. God would either taking me out or something was about to drastically change. And it, again, I've got all this shit documented. Why would I document it if I wasn't supposed to be doing this now? You know what I'm saying? Yes,
0: that is like, crazy.
2: In- it, it's insane. So I'm like, all right, what's happening here? Yeah. So then I started noticing, like the two two two, the five five five, and mm-hmm. then I was 11 like, 11 okay, something. And- yes.
0: Yeah, me too. So,
2: but, but so anyway, so I go to this numerology class. I had to do it via Zoom because I was recovering from surgery. I was still. It took. It took a while for me to recover from my implant surgery. I had a lot of complications. Like I had my drains in for three weeks, so I had a lot of complications. So I ended up doing a numerology class and this was a game changer for me because I'm like, well, the the girl said to me, she's like, okay, zero to 10. Do you think any numbers that really resonate with you? And really the only number that resonated with me was 13 for my grandfather. (coughs) And so she said, all right, what I want you to do is when you see these numbers, if you don't have a correlation of what that number means, make something up. Like, okay. what do you want it to be? Oh, so you mean assign my numbers? She's like, yeah. So I started, I gave it a couple of weeks. Wait, hold on one sec. Sorry about that. It's okay. So I, I gave it a couple of weeks and then I started noticing, I'm like, wait a minute. When I'm seeing 444, I really feel like someone around blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I assigned my numbers that changed everything for me. Maybe and I then I learned out about life path number. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I found out about my life path number. And that was another game changer. So it was almost like a game with the universe. I'm like, OK, show me this. Show me that. And then I'm like, oh, this shit really works. Wow. So then I got into into the law of attraction. And of course, oh, that's yes. when people lose it. You're right there. I love if law pe- you say law of attraction. Yeah, but the minute you say that, people are like, all right, whack a doodle.
0: I know, right? I'm like, I've yeah, read a lot of I'll stuff from it. the law of attraction. I believe that. I really believe oh, the law of attraction.
2: Your mind's a powerful th- thing. Well, your mind is the big, the it's, biggest muscle. I mean, there you yeah, go. It's, it's like you can processor. retrain your brain. Yes. Retrain, which is what I did. I retrain I retrained my brain. And then when I had I believe what happened, I did the work, I retrained my brain. And then when I had my NDE, I believe my nervous system was reprogrammed that night. It had to be. It
0: had to be. It had to be. It was like you hit a reset button, a reboot button or something. I got a redo. You did. Yeah. It's wild because you speak numerology. Um, Now, this is wild. I'm going to tell you a little story about what happened with my dad. Okay, I'm going to make it brief so I ain't interrupting us too much. But (laughs) my brother, he's my younger brother. He's two years younger than me. He was collecting what they call presidential cards. It's almost like a baseball card in a really thick acrylic sleeve. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take and they'll buy a letter, a certified letter from like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and all the presidents. They'll cut this letter into all just one word, right? So you get this one word in this card in the actual handwriting of the president, which is awesome, I think. Mm-hmm. So he'd been collecting these cards, and this is about a month and a half before my dad passed, maybe a month and a half, two months But I come to my mom's and my dad's and my brother lives across the road. So he's like, hey, I got some new cards and you want to check them out. And one stood out to me. It was weird. He handed me this card and it said 30 June. So 30th of June. And my dad was standing there. He said, yeah, I seen that one earlier. He said, hell, son, I wonder what's so important about June 30th. I said, I don't know. I said, maybe we should look it up. He said, yeah, maybe we should. He died on June 30th, two months later. Wow. Tell me that is not out of all the cards you can possibly get. You get a card that wow. says 30th of June. Tell me that's not some code, some numerology. Something's going on with that. You can't tell me that's just well, a that, coincidence, you know?
2: No, there are, there are no coincidences in the universe. There are none.
0: And I believe that because as I studied into numerology slightly, I haven't, been, I haven't dove it really deep into it like you have, but I may now after hearing you speak of it because it's very interesting. But, you know, scientists yeah. said that they believe that the universe could be a simulation or could be programmed in binary code. Mm-hmm. have you read on that any
2: i have not because everything i've learned i'm getting directly from source so i'm very yeah. careful with what i watch because i get Makes i mean you gotta understand i am not only am i surrounded by this huge bubble of beautiful positivity like i've got a team of spirit guides like yeah. I, I tell people like i got on speed dial so i don't i'm really cautious with what i watch because you know the how the ego likes to you know oh yeah like <laughs> rear, t-
0: rear its ugly head yes it loves to taint your, you know, mean your, your mind, you know, a lot of it does, but I thought oh, that and that, and our
2: limiting beliefs. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Yes.
0: And, and I believe in those signs, those numbers. So like when I had a dream wow. of my dad, check this out, this, just a few dreams I had, I woke up uh, at 6 58 AM, no alarm. Every time I looked at the clock, it was six feet 8 after I had a dream about him. So that numbers kind of stuck out in my mind. I'm wondering what's going on with that. Uh, so I don't know, you know. I that's pretty cool. You brought that up.
2: So ask for clarifications because you know ask ask for clarification. Absolutely, absolutely. But okay. you always have to make sure ask for the highest good because there there's going to be a lot of them that come forward. Okay. It is so funny because it, when I listen to myself talk, I'm like, God, that's horse shit coming out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the unknown. It's taboo to so many people, you know, and I, and it really attracts me. But it's because so yes.
2: it's so real. Yeah. It's so damn real. And to me, numerology is a game changer, especially when you don't, you know, oh, my God. OK, you see four for four. Let me Google it. What does it say? Yes. No, you tell it what it's going to say, because if you're the co-creator. You're manifesting these signs. You're manifesting these synchronicities. You're creating a magical life by following the numbers and the signs and source. It's 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 just amazing. It's oh, yeah. magical. It's a it secret code,
0: almost. You know, it and truly is. Yeah, and it was weird because I'm gonna say a year before my dad passed, and and maybe this is a precursor to it, but I was seeing a lot of matching numbers pop up: uh, 1111, 333, 444, You know what I mean? Things like that, and it. You know, I even back then, I was like, man, I keep seeing these numbers. And a lot of people call them angel numbers. I get it. But um, yep. it was so weird that my mind was drawn to the, you know, the time or or to see those numbers. And I, I'm wondering now if it wasn't God saying, hey, something's going to happen in the near future. You know yep. what I mean? Pay and attention. Yes, pay attention. <clears throat> Let me get your attention yeah, okay. here. And, and when people
2: learn to pay attention, that's when things start changing because you're living in the moment. Exactly really start paying attention, especially if they're trying to communicate. Because the minute I saw, it's so funny because I have a post again, my whole journey for four years is friggin' documented. But I have a post that I wrote in a Facebook group, a book that changed the trajectory of my life. I read it. And I posted in this Facebook group. And I said, Okay, last night I woke up at one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 five 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 I was like what the hell is happening? Wow and literally a month and a half later I got that email and that's yeah. when the next day I went to the Reiki and I was like, this is all part of God's plan I'm just I'm just following I'm just following the damn numbers
0: <laughs> yeah and the problem is a lot of us are not in tune or in touch enough to recognize those signs.
2: No, I because feel. how many people believe in a, a God outside of their own body? People yeah. are, you have to, you have to believe in your own source. Yeah. And when people say that, I, I mean, I didn't find God in church. I found God in nature.
0: I can see that. That's that was where my will path. Be too. Yeah, I can see that. You know, everybody has different but, paths yeah. to take. And I understand that for sure. And, but and you
2: gotta connect. You gotta yeah. connect with this this person inside of you.
0: And it's weird that I think I'm on that journey now, and that might have led us together to speak about this. You know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I pay attention to things like that now. Everything happens for a reason. I posted yes, that it in the Facebook group, and you reached out, and it could be for this reason. You know what I mean? So I think it's awesome. Yeah. And then when people hear your story through the podcast, it might open their eyes up. So. At our fingertips, we have so much, yeah, yeah, we have so much ability to help people with that. And that's, I think it's your path. Did you say you also written, you you written a book?
2: Yeah, I actually, I, I, I participated in a multi-author book. It became bestseller in eight countries in 22 categories, all about spirituality has nothing to do with religion. Um, 24 women from around the world that found the light in the darkest of places, um, Yeah, my publisher is in Australia, but I'm actually now working on my first memoir, which I'm going to be releasing um, probably in October, um, just because my my journey was that life changing. And it's like, you know, and and not that my story is any different, but here's the thing. How many people I always tell people my breast implants were replaced with chesticles? Yeah, because. I had balls of steel, and now my ch- <laughs> with my chesticles, <laughs> I'm
1: like,
2: <laughs> I don't give a shit what anyone has to say because That's right. for all my life I was going through life saying, "What if? What am I missing here? This can't be all there is."
0: Exactly.
2: And I literally went into the friggin' forest, started meditating, started becoming, you know. The solitude is what changed everything. And it's just amazing because it was, it truly was that easy. But honestly, for me, because of how stubborn I am, I don't think I would have figured it out without my NDE. And I'm being totally honest. I'm being totally, totally honest. There's no way. So you feel the NDE
0: was what really was like, you need to pay attention. And you knew that. And you knew then like, Uh, hey, it it happened for a reason.
2: That and also realizing that heaven is right in front of me. All I had to do was open my damn eyes. Like, why am I sitting here? People are like, oh my God, you have to be good on this. And then you're, how are you going to know where you're going to go? Really? Why don't you spend the effort being good, a good human being now in the moment, give back, just be a better human being. And then you, you see what I'm saying? Exactly. But I, I wasn't like that. I had to get knocked down to the point where. I really had to stop and smell the roses because I wasn't, at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, all of us take a lot of things in life for granted too. So, yes, I was thinking about today, like that today, driving up to work and how much I take for granted. My kids are healthy, you know. Um, you know, I did lose my my father, and, and but you know, I had him for fifty five years. So, I mean, a lot of people don't get that chance, and, and you know, oh, he was so young. I know. Did he have a heart attack? You know what they said he died from on the death certificate was AFib. Believe it or not. Hmm. You been a nurse, I mean, he did have AFib issues, but he took medication for it. Um, there was a lot of weird things that happened around that. Now, check this out. Now, this is another one that's kind of odd. At least I think it is. I hadn't had a dream about my dad in years, right? Uh, not that I really remember. Nothing that stood out crazy. But right now, this is crazy. Right before I woke up one morning, I had a dream about him. And he was looking over his shoulder back at me, and we was in this black void. It was, the floor was gray. I don't know if it was fog. It was just gray. But he had this puzzled and worried look on his face, and he was looking over his shoulder at me. And I said, what's going on? And I could have swore this is what he said. He was pointing and said, it's evil over there. And I said, what? And he said, I could have swore it was he said, it's evil over there, son. And I woke up. Now, this is really wow. weird. Um, now, my mom's name's Eva. So, I mean, I was trying to, like, maybe it was a correlation with my mom. She had some medical issues at the moment at that moment, and we were trying to figure them out. And I was like, well, is this like a precursor? Like, hey, is, he's looking for her, her soul? Like, I don't know. So that night is when he died. Wow. Yes. And I did not get to tell him about that dream that day because I didn't get to actually physically see him that day. So that really blowed my mind. It was like, why did I have a dream about him? That was that eye opening for me. And then he dies later that night. That was so odd. Wow. Yes. I tell wow. a lot of people. Wait until story. you connect with him.
2: Okay. Wait, y'all. wait until you connect with him.
0: Yeah. I need because to It's going to be,
2: he's like, right. He's, he's like my grandparents and my father. Um, they're always with me. Like I know, like I, I can, they're always with me. Once I connected to them, it, it, it is, it's mind blowing how you will feel like he is always with you. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing
0: how that works. Yeah. And, and there's moments i I felt his presence, I feel, you know what I mean? Um, I've asked yeah. him for signs or what he needs me to do. Cause he knew I believed in paranormal and, and, you know, I was in tune with things. A lot of people wasn't, or, you know what I mean? And I knew he knew that I would pay attention to signs or certain things that, hints or numbers, whatever he was dropping as far as a sign for me to pay attention to. So I'm still Mm -hmm. searching for that. Um, I haven't tried to uh, contact him through any kind of paranormal devices I have. I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? I don't know if he'd even come through on something like that. I haven't tried. Um, And that's kind of weird. I don't know if I should. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. It's like a gray area. I don't know
2: if I do the paranormal so much, but I would almost go out Where his, where he was at peace, nature, wherever, wherever he was at peace. Yeah. And start connecting through the silence with him because that's where you're going to connect with him.
0: Well, the crazy thing is I know exactly where that would be. So maybe I should do that.
2: Yeah. And I'm getting chills. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm telling you. And a lot of times you can ask Ryan, when I start speaking of my dad, an ambulance will come by. So if I hear an ambulance uh, within the next five minutes, come by this shop and we haven't heard it the whole time we're on the podcast. While yeah. speaking of my dad in great detail, it's going to trip me out. <laughs> <laughs> and off podcast, I could probably tell you the story behind that. You know what I mean? It's kind of a little different. Uh, I don't really want to expose it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, of course, not yet, of not course. Yet. But uh, on the NDE you had, now you said you had another kind of was it like an out of body experience? Now on your NDA, did you see yourself laying there or anything?
2: Nope. That's, that's the amazing thing because my, it, and here's the other thing. I almost felt like I wasn't worthy of having an NDE. Cause I'm like, okay, there wasn't really anything ger- dramatic that happened. I didn't see my body. Yeah. I, I didn't die, but, uh, but I, I stopped questioning it. Cause I'm like, look, you friggin' healed. You're off. Come on. You, I mean, I, come I on. got everything I was supposed to exactly. Exactly.
0: You had an um, experience that was not of this world for sure.
2: But I think what happened was, and again, I'm very, I only started talking about my NDE in the last couple of months because I didn't feel like I was ready because I was still so, after my NDE, I had a kundalini awakening. And I don't know if you, you probably don't even know what the hell that is. I thought it was a sex position, to be honest with you. I was like, what the hell is kundalini?
0: <laughs> it's some wild shit. But <laughs> explain that to it, us. Seriously. I want to hear about this. So,
2: so kundalini is more so the feminine energy. Okay. So I have been on my own all my life. I'm very masculine. I don't need anyone. So I needed more feminine energy. And God knew I wasn't going to go out there and whatever I was supposed to do to get more feminine energy. (laughs) But I had a kundalini awakening. And through my kundalini awakening, that's when I started really, really shedding my layers, processing my trauma. You know, they talk about the dark night of the soul. Yeah, I literally went batshit crazy because I was purging all of 45 years of hell.
0: But like the toxins, yeah. It,
2: oh my God, I had to purge it all. But if, but I, God was with me that whole time. My grandparents were with me, my dad was with me, all these people were with me while I was going through it. But let me tell you something my NDE was magical. This Kundalini shit was awful. And then, A month ago, I ended up back in the hospital. I'd stayed out of the hospital for a month, uh, for a year, because I, again, healing myself. I didn't need Western medicine. I was done with Western medicine. And I ended up getting really sick at work. And I went into a, I have something called mast cell activation disease, which is one of those, you know, illnesses that are um, hidden. They're um, invisible because you can't, everyone looks healthy to you. But what happens is I go into anaphylactic reactions from exposure to toxins, stress, food, anything can throw me into anaphylaxis. But I've learned to manage my symptoms. And with being a healer, I know what to do to get my symptoms under control. Well, it got to the point where I went to my allergist and I had to leave work because I was in a critical state with my um, with my mast cell. Okay. Well, I end up going to the hospital. My husband takes me to the hospital and it was packed. And I'm like, I can't breathe. My throat is closing up. I need to be seen. I'm a nurse. I know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They wouldn't listen to me because the ER was packed. So I say to my husband, I'm like, screw this shit. <laughs> So I walk out and I said, call 911. So he calls 911 from the hospital and he they're like, we can't come pick you up. You have to be off the hospital grounds. And he's like, my wife can't breathe. He's like, sir, just get in the car and call 911. So by the time he gets me in the car, we call 911. I'm at the point where my throat's closing up. He has to give me my EpiPen. So my husband's freaking out. 911's telling him what to do because this was the first time he had to give me my EpiPen. It was horrible. So then the ambulance comes, they stabilize me in the, in the, in the ambulance, take me back to the hospital and I'm in the waiting room for two hours, still with an elephant on my chest saying, I still can't breathe. Now, luckily the EpiPen gave me enough where I was able to, you know, I was okay. Oh, wow. I was, yeah. I was stable. Well, then I have the protocol that the ER is supposed to do because of my mast cell. And I was in the, in the, in the, um you know, in the observation room and all of a sudden, the nurse gives me IV Benadryl, which when someone has mast cell activation disease, normally you should push Benadryl IV very slow. Yeah. You can have a lot of adverse effects to pushing it really fast. Well, the asshole nurse pushes it so damn fast. All of a sudden, I feel this horrible pain in my right arm. And then I, all of a sudden, I, it's like I can't breathe. So all I know is I start screaming, like whatever I could get out. I was terrified Eight, nine people come running into the room and all I do is I'm looking at my husband and I'm like, I'm about to fucking die. And he's just sitting here helplessly just watching me die. Oh, wow.
0: So he was probably freaking out also.
2: he, He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it because I was like, you know, I mean, I was, I was, I mean, it was awful. So luckily they threw the oxygen on me. They did what they had to do. And 15 minutes later I was okay, but it wasn't anything like I experienced because I was like, I'm about to die. And my husband's just watching me. Like there was nothing. I didn't see anything. I didn't see any lights. I didn't have any comfort. I was just like, all I could think of was I'm about to die. And this is how my husband's watching me die. It was horrible. It traumatized me. Wow. It trauma, but I honestly, I was like, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm literally, all I could think of was I'm leaving this earth with my husband watching me die.
0: Oh, man, that's crazy. It was horrible. So
2: I re-traumatized myself from, oh, yeah, yeah, it it was just a nightmare. It was just a nightmare. But I was like, wow, that, (laughs) give me my first NDE, please. I'll take that one over and over again over that one. Exactly.
0: Like, so you had to probably go through some more self-healing after that traumatic event.
2: It knocked me back. It knocked me back a couple of weeks. Um, I ended up having to leave my nursing position. I I I was leaving anyway. I knew this was my last nursing job because I I retired last year. But I yeah. literally said, "All right, I'll go back if you need help with something." And I was helping people out, and it was just got to the point where you no, know, I you no, know, I'm I'm right now. I'm not working right now. I was like, "All right, God, I'm resting. I, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm listening.
0: I'm getting in <laughs> tune here, and I want to know." Now, um, on a prior life, um, topic, do you feel in a prior life you were some sort of healer also?
2: Oh yeah. I actually was a shaman like 10,000 years ago. I mean, I, I have like, you know, I have a lot of, and I didn't understand when I started doing Reiki on a couple people last year, because when I left nursing, I had to have a job that like no stress because I was still recovering from everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started doing some Reiki on the side and I was noticing when I was doing Reiki, I was getting messages and I'm like, what the hell is happening here? Like nothing that I'm like, I'm hearing these voices and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't making sense. All right. When you were five years old, something happened to you. I think you really need to do some reparenting and inner child healing. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? So that was is what was happening to me. So I did some more work with my Reiki master um, and I did some hypnotherapy and it was like, yeah, you know, you're a shaman, you're a healer, you know, all this other stuff. And it wasn't making sense. But looking back now, it's like, oh, yeah, well, of course I was. Of course I was a healer in a past life. It just comes naturally to me, like teaching. Teaching comes so naturally to me. I could do a blindfolded, you know, half asleep.
0: That's what makes me think like, maybe in just, a prior life you was a healer or a teacher or you know I like am an artist in this life but who's to say in a prior life I wasn't an artist also, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, if something comes naturally to you that is that is your that is your lineage that is your history that is that is you.
0: Yeah, you know you can ask my but friend Ryan. But healing is definitely here. in my blood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can see that pattern. But you can ask Ryan. I've always been like a creative type person. Oh, Not yeah, like toot yeah. my own horn, but like music wise podcast i just popped up with a podcast let's do a podcast you know um, videographer you know i mean so i'm thinking when i go to a prior life maybe in a prior life i was creative also or something
2: you're very creative yeah obviously with the work you do i mean how creative is it to be a tattoo artist right. you guys are geniuses
0: <laughs> thank you um now you really are now with your nde did the mm-hmm. doctors act weird? Did they, was they kind of thrown off by the way by the way your body healed itself?
2: Well, no one, no one believes me. No, right. one, like my when I,
0: no one believes me. But it's crazy because on the pa- like documentation, you can tell it worked. Something happened, you know. So how can they deny that?
2: I again, it's it's the unknown people. Yes. If they can't see it right in front of them, if they don't have the proof right in front of them it's just hearsay. It's just me saying, Oh, I'm off all meds. I mean, I literally, I will never forget when I had the conversation with my cardiologist, I was so angry at him because I couldn't leave my bed. So I had my a zoom visit with him. And this was, this was before I had my implants out and he had put me on three, actually no, four cardiac meds without a heart condition. Okay, wow. I was on four cardiac meds. I refused to take one of them, and then I decided to take myself off the others, even yeah. before the NDE.
0: Luckily, with you but, being a nurse, you kind of knew what some of those drugs did to your body. You know what I mean? You knew what they were Oh, thank for. God. Yes, because, I mean, thank imagine the people that God. don't know that stuff.
2: Well, that's why my story has to get out there, because exactly. it's like not only— Am I sharing my story, but I'm also an advocate for people that are clueless that just have no idea. They're not supposed to know. You're supposed to trust your doctors and your nurses. Yeah,
0: the professionals quote. You know, exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: but I can't, I mean, stations. I can't. The healthcare system is so broken now. I, that's the other reason why I have to leave nursing because I I, I cannot do it anymore. I see what these they're throwing at people and these yeah. misdiagnoses and it's like, just process your trauma, people. Yeah, it's not for everyone. You, I'm not saying that's the answer for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's weird that you say that because not long before my dad died, you know, we was speaking, we was outside working on something, and he said, "Son, you know, doctors and stuff, they don't they don't listen to the 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 patient. They don't listen because we know yep. our body better than anybody." And he said, it's, "You're just another number these days. You're just another number, in and out, in and out. They don't really pay attention to what you need, or what will really cure you or help you."
2: No. Go outside and walk in the trees. Let meditation <laughs> yeah, be your medication. Nature.
0: Now, I'm gonna rewind back to your NDE. Now you said you spoke, you felt you heard God's voice. Is that what oh, you I said? Oh, I spoke
2: to him. I did not see him though. I did okay. not I did not see him. But you could hear him like a voice. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And not only a voice, but the most loving. And I don't, I don't watch a lot of NDE podcasts because I don't want my, my perception to be swayed because this is like my organic experience. Like this happened, but the most loving, gentle, kind, all encompassing, almighty voice that I can't even, again, I can't get it into words, the magnitude of the love I felt when I heard God's voice. And I've heard it since, because like I said, you know, I have them on speed dial. So when I'm in like a crisis, because I still, you know, you know, everyone has still bad days. It's not because, oh my God, you're instantly enlightened. It's like all, you know, roses and butterflies. Yeah, 90% of the time. Yeah, it is. But (laughs) But it's just this voice, this knowing that I have, like, it's almost like this cocoon that I'm wrapped up in so much love. That this voice was just something that I cannot, I cannot put it into words, how magnanimous the voice was.
0: That's amazing because other NDEs I've read upon, you know, and and studied on, they they all feel this super, super love, um, peace, Um, just a welcoming, like just a really welcoming feel like, you know, they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave this realm and uh, just because the feel, the love they feel.
2: I didn't want to. And I have to be honest with you. I pretty much gave up on humanity earlier this year because after my NDE, you have to understand when I was, you know, I, I was numb for 45 years. I mean, my the podcast that I do with Brian, um, I do a podcast and it's it's called Snowman and Ice Queen. I'm the ice queen because my heart was frozen for 45 years. Wow. And now I know why, because when I first came into this world, I was innocent and at nine years old, I lost my innocence. So I was numb my entire life. Wow. And the minute I had my NDE and I had my implants removed, I became so empathetic to the point. It, and I think that's what led to my kundalini Batched crazy awakening <laughs> because I was feeling the emotions of this broken world. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here, man. Exactly. I can't. Exactly. But I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for the emotions of feeling how broken the world was. And now that I'm seeing a year later, it's just amazing. Cause I'm like, no, thank you. Take me back to that realm, which I'm able to, whenever I I'm able to get into that realm at any point in time, I know how to get my body into that vibration. And it's just like, yeah, I mean this, the world is just like, until I found my soul family. And that happened probably in the past. God, two months is when I'm finally coming into my own. I'm finally coming comfortable with saying, Yes, I had an ND. I'm a frigging wackadoodle. If you don't like it, go after yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, it's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. Care because
0: it's until you, expe- okay, same with paranormal research. A lot of people, I tattoo, you know, and I don't knock their, their thoughts or beliefs. They said, you know, they don't believe in spirits. And I'm like, until you experience something oh. paranormal, you will not believe in that. Um, you
2: will see it when you believe it. That's yes. what Wayne Dyer
0: says. Um, and one of my fellow podcast uh, members here, he 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 was uh, he went through ministry and stuff in life. And, uh, you know, he's just studied a lot of different things like we have. But he had never experienced nothing paranormal. Not that he was not a believer. Not, he said, I ain't saying that it's not real because I'm really open-minded. And that's why we all are here at Mind Faction. We love being open-minded. And I think yep. everybody should think outside the box. Why be so Absolutely. narrow-minded? But anyway, so he kept, he said, man, you need to take me to that house you guys investigated. I have a, a paranormal episode on YouTube called A House of the Unknown, Fourth Dimension Paranormal. And we caught a lot of really wild evidence in this house that, because we were skeptical sometimes to a point where a lot of people made things up on TV. So wow. that's why we decided to do our own, you know, paranormal group. And so finally he taught me into taking him after I tattooed one night. And uh, so I took him to this house. And we're upstairs in this house. And I said, hey, can you walk up the steps for me? We're the only ones on the property. It's dead silent. And all of a sudden, you hear four or five hard foot steps coming up the steps. Boom, 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 boom. And I looked over at him. It's pitch black in this room, but he's filming with my night vision camera. So his face is glowing from the LCD monitor on it. And his mm. eyes are big as like half dollars. And his mouth kind of is open. like, wow, I just experienced something that I had never experienced before. And it was a great moment for him also. Just because, I mean, I got that on, on camera also. So, I mean, those kind of experiences turn you into believers, just like you're in DE. And, you know, I read a book from Dolores Cannon called called uh, Between Death and Life. Mm-hmm. And that that book re- right there really opened my mind to all this. Um, now, the frequency stuff, and I haven't studied a lot on yet. And I know there's different vibrations. thing vi- Things, you know, vibrate at different frequencies. Yes you know and I also read a study on the pyramids they said the pyramids vibrate at a certain frequency so I think the Egyptians in ancient world was in tune with things a lot more than we are and also that we think you know that's no I personally. agree and
2: more people are opening up more yes. people are opening up to this realm to feel like there's definitely something else out there and as you know there's a huge paradigm shift happening right now there is but it's people like us that are willing to step outside the box and say you will see it yeah. when you believe it yeah And it's, it's almost like they're, it's like they're coming one by one because people are afraid and people are so like, I want to know more, but they're afraid to say, I want to know more.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's like,
2: it's a phenomenon. It It, it truly is taboo. And it's, it really shouldn't be because, but I, I feel like the reason everything happened to me is because I'm supposed to be a teacher of this. Like I'm supposed to teach people about awakenings and, and how to get to the next level because This was so flipping foreign to me, but yet again, like, like you guys, it's like, you're like a sponge. It's like, I just tell me more. And I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to say I am so damn clueless. All I know is that magical night a year ago shifted my whole perspective. Not only did it open my mind, but it showed me not to be afraid of the dark. Like I always wanted the light. I wanted the light. I want to see the light, but I was afraid of the dark well, now I'm not. Now it's like I learned more during the darker times in life. I shed more layers and life is a journey. But now that I'm like in this, in it, it it's just the most magical journey. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful journey after opening my eyes.
1: That's amazing. I'm it kind so, of took away your fear of the unknown that so many yeah. people have. Yeah.
2: I have, I, ha- I here's the craziest part. Um, I, the, the craziest part to me is I was so afraid of the unknown and I've got best friends from like 40 years ago that can vouch for this. Like I'm the type of girl that has to close my eyes going by a cemetery. I'll never forget one day with one day with my best friend, I drove into a funeral home parking lot. It was like next to a cosmetic store. Yeah. I freaked out so bad because I pulled into a funeral home. She had to drive. Hmm. So the fact that I'm now like, tell me more, tell me more. But I want the fairy tale. I don't want the dark. I don't want the dark. Like I'm just like with me, with my inner child healing, I'm re you know, I'm revisiting my childhood. I'm reparenting. I'm actively healing my inner child. I want the fairy tale. I want the magic. Like I want the fairies. Exactly. I don't want the other stuff that some people like, Oh, tell me, you know, I'm like really happy in my lane. And I feel like this is a happy place for me. It's like, I'm living this magical fairy tale existence and this is where i like i want to stay but i want to learn more but i'm doing it at my level like all right i'd like to know a little bit more about this not so much that you see what i'm saying i get to pick and choose
0: just kind of take it slow and really absorb everything properly
2: and that's what life is all about where the fuck you going
0: that's it i'm sorry i didn't mean to curse that's fine (laughs) that's fine we drop a lot of bombs like that on prior episodes so you're great on that and i just want you you know be yourself also But, you know, I think your story is amazing and I'm really glad you joined. You you got anything else you'd like to say?
2: No, I mean, I'm just, (laughs) you know, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm actually in the process of starting up my own um, podcast because I really feel like this is I want to interview more people that are on the on the edge, on the fence because they want to believe, but they need to see the magic before they believe.
0: Oh yeah, definitely And
2: I have enough magic to to show it. I mean I'll go up against anyone. I'd be like, really? Exhibit A through Z I can show you. What would you like to see? <laughs> what do we need
0: to dissect here to show you? Exactly. So I think we're a lot on the same page on that part. You know, I mean? you're really on on the same tune on that. Um and that's yeah. why I started Mind Faction and hence our name is to think outside the box you know it's i love it i, I, I thought it was awesome and um, we're trying to take it to another level you know um our a lot of our prior episodes are a lot different than now and i'm wanting to find more people like you said to join on here to teach other people you know that want to learn and uh, i think that's just something in all of us you know i think we're there's something instilled in certain people and i think that's our that's our path
2: yeah. There's going to be the leaders of this or the followers. You know, yes, I'm a leader. That's You're it. a leader. Yes. You you guys are leaders because we need to lead these people because there's so much misinformation out there. And I feel like the people that are more genuine and doing this just to uplift humanity, not looking for the dollar signs. Yeah. Like, let's pass this along. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's amazing. And I think more and more people are really saying, oh, wait a minute. I saw this on that guy's podcast or Oh, I'm not so afraid anymore. Tell me more.
1: Exactly. That's it's what just, I want. It's yeah. amazing. I think that's it. I love it. For me, it's just knowing that I that I had the the ability to help somebody. Exactly. I love it.
0: And we don't need yeah. nothing in return for that. It's just right, out of our right. our heart, you know. It's crazy. I just, you know, the way I said that, because my dad said when he died, he wanted to be remembered for his good heart. That's it. He was such a good guy to everybody. He wanted to help everybody. And that's all he wanted to be remembered by. He didn't want to be remembered for nothing else but his good heart. And,
2: and um, I keep thinking of 13 about your dad too. I don't know why you keep what <laughs> keep you're, you're going to start seeing 13 a lot.
0: I may do that. Let me
2: know if you do. Let me, let me know I if you will. do, because there's with, with 13. Yeah. Jeez. yeah
0: I, I'm going to pay attention to that. I really will.
2: Please do. Because the signs, the minute, the, and, and I live my life with the five Reiki precepts. It's like just every day, you know, the, the whole four agreements. Okay. If you just take it day by day, do your best, look for the joy, be grateful, be appreciative, help your neighbor, just be a good friggin' person. Yeah. And stay in the moment. If more people realize that's all God is is love and giving back and serving.
0: That's why my dad was. You would have loved him just hearing you say that stuff.
2: That's all it is. That's all life is. What how are you giving back? How are you making a difference?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: It's a beautiful way to go through life. It truly it's and that's when it. you're around like-minded people. It's like the ripple effect. It's like you, the magic plays off of each other and you just like, you just want to keep talking. Law you of just attraction. want to keep talking.
0: Law of attraction. Yeah. That's it. Love that shit. I do too. <laughs> I, I think everybody out there listening to this podcast needs to look into law of attraction. I mean, I've said that on a way earlier episode. We had a, an episode really touching on law of attraction and manifestations and what, you know, whatnot.
2: Abraham Hicks and Wayne Dyer. You, you got those two. I'm telling you right now that would change your life in a heartbeat.
0: Okay. Nice. Well, Stacy, I think it was an awesome conversation and maybe we can do it again in the future and get in more in depth on certain things like the Reiki. I, I would love to study up on some of that. Cause I, I, I ain't really in tune with that. So I really appreciate your time and thank you so much for joining in on my Factions podcast here.
1: And yeah, thank you for letting us in on your story. Yes. It's
0: amazing. And I think that's awesome because that makes a lot of people, you know, they don't fear what's after life. You know what I mean?
2: No. And, that, not at and all. that's the Thank thing.
0: And, and death, a lot of people will say death's another path of life. You know, you just continue on. And I really feel that way. Your soul never dies. Absolutely. Never Your it, soul never dies. It, it, energy cannot be, you know, destroyed nor created, they say. Scientists even say that. So I believe in that too. Amen. So, hey, Stacy, I appreciate you. And hopefully, you can get the podcast up and running. Need any help, holler at me, and I can help you any way I can. I'll do that for sure. Um, so I
2: sure will. I, I appreciate you both so much. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Very and nice to meet you. Well, guys. You
2: too. You guys have a blessed one.
1: You too. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. That was pretty cool. That was amazing.
0: Thanks, Stacey. That was awesome. I love hearing stories like this, guys. I know this is way different than most My Faction podcasts, and we love this because we're trying to bring you guys different elements of life. Um, like we always say, think outside the box. So, it's you know, thing,
1: things, especially that everybody has to deal with this, I mean, this life we live in, no one understands it. Stress. Is, we, we don't understand what's going on. The signs. Right? Yeah. Like we try every day to understand it, but it, sometimes it takes something like she went through. Does. Or something like I went through. Oh man! To to understand that there's more. There's more if you just let yourself understand it. Don't don't guard yourself so much is what I'm saying. Right? Don't um, don't fear what you don't understand. Exactly. Because
0: if That's it's crazy. if it's
1: the right thing, it'll it'll show itself. I'll ask for sure. Yeah. So
0: look, guys, I think we're gonna cut this one short, but I think that was an awesome episode. Maybe sure. in the future we can do a lot more uh, interviews when just get people from. Different places around the world. I want to hear people's stories.
1: Yeah, stories are amazing, especially, I mean, her... That was crazy. Her accounts of her stories were just, I mean, it's amazing, honestly. I mean, how can you deny what happened? I mean, there's it, no... It's, it's the its the awakening we all want. Exactly. That's and, it. Um, <laughs> some of us get it in different ways. We do, yeah. And um, it'll, it'll happen as long as you're open for it to happen. Yes, you got to be open. Open-minded. Sorry, man. I think me and
0: Ryan's gonna mm-hmm. sign off for tonight, and uh, we appreciate you guys joining us in my faction for this amazing episode. Thanks again, Stacy. Shouts out. See, See you next guys. time.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a miracle. Given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the materials.